Hey, welcome to Fast Forward Your Entrepreneur Journey with me, Abby Yong. Every week, we share with you how you are able to reach your next level, impact your life and for others, and break out of your comfort zone and scale your business to fast forward in your entrepreneur journey. Stay tuned. Hey, fast forward. So today we have a special guest. So she's from USA and her name is Laura Niger. Uh, so she is a business coach who works with women service-based entrepreneurs, helping them scale their businesses from in- inconsistent income to 5K a month. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Hello, yes. welcome. <laughs> welcome, Laura. Thank you so much for having me, Abby. Yes. So, like, okay, maybe would you like to share your story, like how you get started on your entrepreneurial journey? Sure. Um, I've uh, been a, a business coach almost two years now. Um, it'll be two years in September. I got started, um, honestly, just kind of accidentally finding the coaching industry on Facebook. <laughs> I was a blogger previously, and I, you know, over the course of the last 10 years, I truly just wanted to be my own boss. And I didn't know what that looked like. And so the last 10 years, I've just kind of been trying everything and doing everything. And the part remained that I just wanted to be my own boss and run my own business. So I've tried so many different things. Um, So long story short, I found the coaching industry um, and the service industry when I was a blogger and I met some people um, that were coaches and I originally wanted to become a social media manager and I didn't want to truly work for myself. I wanted to still, you know, I was still trying to think like, oh, maybe I could work for other people, but still have my own business. But I decided that business coaching was more aligned with what I've already um, done in my life. I, my corporate background is 10 years of corporate um, banking and sales and finance. So that fit a lot better in my business coaching. So here I am. (laughs) So your background in your corporate line is sales and finances. Yes. So I I have 10 years of banking, um, small business banking um, and finance sales. Mm -hmm. I think definitely helped you on your journey also. Like 10 years of experience now on your own entrepreneur journey, it can help you so much with your knowledge and experience that you have. Yeah, for sure. And I, um, I use my sales training. I had to be certified to sell certain things in the banking industry and for my job. So I did sales every single day. So sales have helped me tremendously. Okay. I think I read before a book called Sell or Be Sold. So actually every day we are selling something. Mm-hmm. Like yes. if you want someone to, you know, like they're choosing a place to eat, and you have to sell your way through that the restaurant that you choose is the best, that everyone will just mm-hmm. go with you. So it's also a form of selling <laughs> that people don't find it selling, but actually it's you selling your, your story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we are all actually selling every day. Yeah, every day. Okay, so maybe uh, you say you love to touch on the sales mindset. Mm-hmm. So can you just share a bit what... what what does he, what you mean by the sales mindset? Yeah, so I think that a lot of people don't 
even get started in their business or are scared to get started in their business because they don't want to sell. And when we think of selling, we think of someone being sleazy and doing something that isn't, you know, um, you know, on the up and up, you know, like someone is trying to put a quick one by us and we don't realize that selling doesn't have to be that way and we can actually build relationships and that's when selling becomes easier. So that's kind of like the gist of what I'd like to coach on as far as sales mindset. Okay. Sure. So uh, what, are the, what is the block, the most number one uh, mind block that people have about selling that you come across? They, the most common one. The most common one would be that they don't want to sell. They're, they're scared of getting a no. Oh, they, so they have this fear of rejection. Yep. Fear and, of rejection and maybe a little bit of fear of failure. Okay. I think mine is... They actually have the knowledge and the potential, but mm-hmm. uh, they say what? Yeah, yeah I think the rejection, uh, like say because they say, oh, my country won't buy anything. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to sell to them because I'm from Asia, and if I were to sell it in, you know, like USD currency, nobody will buy. Uh, they all want free stuff, so they mm-hmm. meet a like a assumption already, like. Mm-hmm. They haven't tried anything, but they really just assume everything all in their brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So as a coach, right, like you are a business coach, like me also, same. Mm-hmm. You need to like kick them a bit, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. say, <laughs> like say, go do it, go do it. <laughs> yeah. Just give them a little push. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, kick is like very... Very harsh. Okay. Push. <laughs> gentle mm-hmm. push. But sometimes yeah. gentle push is like not won't be any help. But so- sometimes you need to be more, you know? Like, yeah, definitely. I don't care now. Go. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what you have to say. Just go and do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's actually very fun like to... Because once we get our first sale, can you remember the first time that you... Okay, I know like your corporate line is selling all the time. Mm-hmm. How about when on your entrepreneur journey itself, when you have your own uh, business, when you get mm-hmm. your first sale, how does that make you feel? What is the uh, feeling like? Can you remember? Yeah. So I, I got my first sale about two months after I started my um, business coaching. Um, and... I just didn't believe it. <laughs> and honestly, I think, um, I think the biggest problem that we have as maybe female entrepreneurs, especially business coaches who are very highly driven, is we sign our first client, then we're like, okay, like, I have to do this all over again. But you're not even going to celebrate your first client. So I do remember being very frustrated before I signed my first client, though, and thinking it would never happen, um, thinking I was doing all of this work and nothing was ever going to happen. Um, I thought I was missing something. I thought that I needed to be someone else or do something else. Um, But yeah, like I was very excited. I was so excited. And um, I just couldn't believe someone was you know, signing up with me 
because like I did, I did something or I said something or I showed something that someone was going to sign up with me and I was going to impact their life and their business. So it was, it was like, I was felt very honored and I felt very excited. Um, what I've learned to do though is recognize every little accomplishment before you move on to the next goal. Oh yeah. It's so important like to celebrate all wins even though how small mm-hmm. is it? So it doesn't mean that we go to a restaurant to celebrate, right? It's just like a pet on yourself, you know, make your favorite food, buy your favorite food, and or even just a gesture that say, yes, I did it to yourself. Yeah. You don't have to tell the world, just yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even just like write it down or like just take a moment to yourself and celebrate it. Like every every little thing, not even you know, signing clients, it's like, oh, I figured out my ideal client today, or I came up with my offer today, and I absolutely love it. Like, those should be celebrated as well. Yeah, so true, because people always get stuck on who is their targeted avatar, like, who mm-hmm. is their ideal client, then they get stuck, and they don't move on after that. They just yeah. get stuck on it and give up. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, true, like, we need to celebrate always. So, okay, what does that first sale do for you? What happened after that? I think that I, I definitely got confident. Um, you know, it's definitely something where it helped me progress quickly. You know, I, I understand now like, oh, I am doing something right. Like it validated the things I was doing. Um, and I quickly signed three more clients after that. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so, congrats. Thank you. Yeah, I had a lot of success very early on and I signed four client four one-on-one clients within the first 2 months or after the first 2 months I started my business. So, I I think just getting that one client definitely helped me and showed me that I knew what I was doing. You know, like just all of those things that you think that you aren't capable of. Like it just it validates that, right? Like you should have that mindset before you sign your first client that like, yes, you love your offer and you love your business and you love these things, but it definitely does validate what you're doing and everything that you're doing. Okay. I can feel excitement. Like when I remember when I've, I'm sh- okay. Never mind. Don't talk about me first. I'm sure, right? <laughs> I'm sure before you get your first client, it's not like, I know you say you, you when you start your, uh, business coaching in two mm-hmm. months you have your first client but doesn't mean in two months that you manage to get this it's because of many years of learning and you mm-hmm. know figuring out how the world work how the sales process work everything is it's all the experiences and the knowledge the you know different knowledge that we learn in throughout our life yeah. Like make it seems that it's become shorter, like it's two months, but actually there's so many, uh, there's so, like you say, you try so many different kind of uh, trying to be your own boss. If mm-hmm. that is so experiences, correct? Yep. Okay. So all these accumulate to where you are now. Am I right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I can really understand like people thought, okay, I just started then I got my first sale, but no, it's because of different experiences, different knowledge, different teaching from different mentors or something, then they slowly uh, find a way to reach where they are. So yeah. there's, there's no like uh, overnight success or something. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I love bringing that up because, you know, I think a lot of us don't do that. You're, you're exactly right. Because for, and I remember for me, I didn't think of that. I wasn't using my corporate background. Like, yes, I know I had the experience, but I didn't have that in my mind of I'm capable because 
I have 10 years of sales experience or even, you know, and before that I had to sell things, you know, like before I was in banking, I still had to sell things just at like a clothing store. And I, and you don't, and I think people need to realize that more, like look at what you've done already in your life. Look at your accomplishments. Like I worked at McDonald's for my first job, but I still, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But we still had to sell, right? Like we still had to sell something or like a promotion or something along those lines. Like I learned how to do that. And then I worked at an office supply store and we had to do like, you know, like insurance um, plans for like computers and things like that. Like we had to sell those and we were taught how to sell those, right? Like it wasn't, you know, I wasn't going to get like, a promotion from it or anything but like that was just part of our job like we had to like you know like in, at McDonald's you had to upgrade to the large size like you know oh do you want a large you know large drink for only a dollar more <laughs> and then that brings you know that is a that is selling the like that leads to all of the other experiences you've had and the sooner that you realize how much experience you have just in your life like then that's going to give you more confidence as well Yes, yes, it's so true. So I think I came across a YouTube channel by Rob, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Poor Dad uh, book writer. He said that if you want to relearn everything, go and work at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine all the marketing all use McDonald's as an example? Yeah. Like, like the normal like meal is so only funny. how much. So uh, the normal meal is how much, but because of the... Uh, upgrade they earn extra money it's like a up, upsell you know yeah now exactly. sell outsell is like everybody use mcdonald as a great example for marketing and yep. sales also so so yeah. we, we are on the right track our first job is mcdonald exactly exactly we're gonna be entrepreneurs and we didn't even know it <laughs> okay <laughs> so funny okay so I think the next subject that you're going to share, right, like creating boundaries for business. I think mm. this is something that I never heard of before, but I heard about creating boundaries for ourselves and our, you know, for mm. ourselves. But yes. I didn't hear about business kind of thing. Like, there's no one, like, will tell you this. So, I'm so excited for this topic. Maybe just share about, maybe just share yeah. what. Um, so, it, it also kind of has to do with sales. Um, you know, like we say, you know, in our businesses, like, of course, like when, like, I guess in your life, like you want to create boundaries, right? Like you want to make sure and say no to things that don't serve you and that kind of thing. However, in your business, even, and I tell my clients this, literally one of the first calls that we have, you need to have boundaries. I don't care that you don't have clients yet. I don't care that you don't have any sales calls yet. I don't care you have any of these things because before you know it, you're going to get so overwhelmed and so busy that you're going to be like, oh my God, I have so much to do and I can't, and I don't know when to do it. Because, you know, we, when we think of like, just like a normal day, say like with a newer entrepreneur, I'm just going to give an example. Like, we want to post our content. We want to engage in Facebook groups. We want to message people. Maybe we have some emails to answer. Those are a lot of things to do in a day. And when we think about, okay, well, now I have to type up that email. Now I have to create my content. Now I have to 
promote my offer. Now I have to do this and this and this. And then it gets to be to the point where it's so much work. And my clients, like I tell them very early on, you know, like you will not be doing sales calls every day. Like you need to set days during the week that you will do sales calls. So for me, like one of the things that I did very early on in my business is as soon as I started signing clients, I only decided I was going to do sales calls on certain days. So I only like with my client calls, like right now they can only um, have calls with me Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I know that on Mondays, I don't feel like talking to anyone. <laughs> so I know that that Monday for me is going to be like my admin day. So I do like all of my behind the scenes things. It's also my learning day. And then Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays are my cl um, client days. Wednesdays, like today, we're recording on a Wednesday for me. Um, this is like my guest day. So like my guest podcasts or having conversations with other people um, I might be writing an article for someone else, but that is where I've set my boundaries and I've also set time limits. So, you know, I'm not, I'm very firm when it comes to my boundaries, but also like if my client needs to have like a call, you know, like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. Like I can't make it like, of course I'm going to be flexible, but those boundaries are in place for you to not get overwhelmed. So like for me, I create all of my content on Monday and it's scheduled the rest of the week. Um, I only have certain days where I'm responding to messages and even then those boundaries, I'm only doing it for 20 minutes a day. So I'm not spending eight hours a day in the direct messages or in the inbox. I'm only responding to emails once a day. And I know that a lot of us think like, well, like, don't you want to respond quicker, blah, blah, blah. Like normal turnaround in a business setting is 24 to 48 hours. I get back to people probably normally faster than 24 hours. So you have to have those boundaries for yourself because you can, we, we both know in social media, you can go down a rabbit hole and you'll never come out and you'll spend eight hours on Facebook before you know it. You should set those limits. So if it means like setting an alarm or setting a timer for yourself, um, I will look at the clock and I will say, okay, it's 11.58 a.m. I'm spending five minutes in this specific Facebook group to engage on posts, and that's it. Five minutes is a lot of time for you to engage on a lot of posts. So that's another thing that I do each day is I spend five minutes on inside like a specific Facebook group, and I'll just message or I'll just comment on things. Um, but yeah, like those certain tasks that we do, like I have specific times, specific days that I do this. Um, and why I'm so passionate about it is because I did burn out very early on in my business because I was trying to do all of the things and I was still working my nine to five job. Um, I still have a nine to five job too right now, but it allows me to have those boundaries and have that certain time when, okay, this is when I'm doing this, this is when I'm doing this, and it prevents me from burning out. And I usually don't do work or calls on the weekends. I, I typically don't ever do that. Um, and I don't work past, well, I try not work past 6 p.m., but my absolute latest is 8 p.m. So I will turn off, like, plug my phone away from me at 8 p.m. I won't answer 
messages or anything until I wake up the next morning. And in the morning, I give myself an hour before I do any work. So that's breakfast, that's coffee, that's working out, that's meditation, that's journaling, whatever. But for the first hour of my day, I don't interact with anyone. <laughs> so those are my boundaries. That's why I'm so passionate about it. And I think it's very important that every single person has some sort of routine or boundary. Um, like I said, even from day one, because I mean, as soon as you get out there and as soon as you have your own business and you're posting content consistently and making connections and building relationships, you're going to sign a client sooner or later. And before you know it, you're going to have all of these tasks and in addition to coaching a client. So it's very, very, very important for you to have those boundaries established very early on. Like you don't need to work eight hours a day. You don't need to work five hours a day. Just do the tasks for that day and then you're done. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> That's a nice uh, summary for creating boundaries. So you say like uh, when your clients call you or message you, you still allow them to call her. yeah so like we'll do like client I do like my actual like phone calls like my client calls on those certain days but I do have Voxer access for my clients 24 hours Monday and I do it Monday through Friday so again if they like say something on the weekends they know that I probably won't respond until like the following Monday but again those are the boundaries I've set in place is you know, that they can message me whenever I'm available Monday through Friday. We can talk back and forth, um, but just on the weekends that I won't be, like, actively coaching them. Oh, so it's like, uh, you know, a time for yourself to relax, free from coaching and businesses. Exactly. And I think, you know, I do, like, I, I would be lying if I say, like, I never do any work on the weekends. I definitely do some work, like, on Saturdays every once in a while, especially if I'm launching something, but it will only be, like, in the morning, and maybe I'll respond to some client messages, the ones that are, like, urgent, um, but I try, like, every, every person should give yourself, like, you should have at least a day off. Oh, okay. So maybe before you start your class, you were just telling, okay, we end is for me and you can still message me, but I will mm -hmm. not get back to you that fast. Maybe back on Monday to Friday, it's free for you to message. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they know that when the, um, they sign the contract. So like we, we like have an agreement and they do know though, like I'm very responsive. And um, I think that, you know, especially if my clients are launching something, I definitely want to respond to them too and like be in the launch with them. But yeah, like, you know, I think it's very important as a business owner, like you have to take care of yourself first and then your business second. Okay. Maybe I give you this scenario, like after maybe three months of coaching this client, after this mm -hmm. three month coaching with you, they still have questions. Mm -hmm. So what happened? So, um, as far as like question, well, I mean, if they want to work with me again, we're going to sign up again. Um, but I think that after, like, I'm always going to be in touch with my clients. I love, um, I absolutely love 
building relationships with my clients. And a lot of my clients turn into like my best friends. <laughs> um, one of my business friends right now, who's one of my business best friends, she was one of my first clients I ever had. And we worked together for eight months. Um, and you know, so we, you know, we found that, okay, we're done with our working relationship, but a lot of my clients have, are my friends. A lot of my clients have turned into my friends. And then a lot of my friends, my business friends then hire me as their business coach. So I think that it's always, I'm always there to help people. I'm always there to serve people. So I would never, I would never say anything about, um, like, Oh, like you have to pay me to to you know for me to answer these questions. Like I would, I never do that. I probably give too much information out for free. <laughs> um, but no, I'm I love helping people. I love you know doing anything in my power to help someone, just even with the smallest thing. Yeah, I think it's the same. Okay, how about okay? Let's say you know this person always look for free freebies. You know, the freebies mm -hmm. kind of person. So, yeah. uh, how to set the boundary between helping them and, you know, mm -hmm. like how you yeah. help them? Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. And I think that happens a lot when you're either, like your target market is like newbies or you are a newer person yourself. Um, I think that a lot of people are looking for that free, you know, free information and they don't have like them asking those questions. Like they don't have that respect yet, but that's why it's so important to have that respect and that boundary within yourself. So what I have done is I've offered a call. So like I'll maybe answer a couple questions, right? Like, so of course, like I'm all about, again, answering questions. Um, if I know you, like if I have a relationship with you, like I'm more willing to answer your questions for free. <laughs> but if I don't know who you are and you're just messaging me out of the blue, I will answer some of your questions, but then I will like put a stop to it and say, okay, like I would love to have a call with you um, to help you work through these issues. Would you like to jump on a call with me? And that's very quick, um, very easy, very laid back, very, you know, simple for you to ask those questions or for you to ask for the call. That's exactly how you should ask for a call is just, yeah, I would love to answer those questions for you. Why not come on a call and I will help you nine times out of 10, those people who are seeking all of those freebies are just going to say no, they just want the free information. But that also gives you practice in offering a call, right? Like you're going to get a little bit of practice, but I think that, you have to have that boundary set up to where like, hey, like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to build your business in the DMs, you know, with a hundred different questions that you're going to ask me. You have to put a stop to that. Mm, true. So because my student asked me, say, uh, if I know that person wants free stuff, right, then how to know like where to stop? So I say, you can still help, but follow your heart. Yeah. Just go with your heart. Your heart will always yeah. tell you the correct answer. So, exactly. I mean, if you you do it with your heart, the next person, the next party on the another side can feel it. And maybe right now they do not have the income or the money mm -hmm. to pay you, but they know you care and they know mm -hmm. that you are there to help them. Once they have the money, you know, they. I'm sure you'll be the first one that they will find you. 
So yeah. I just so usually I give them this answer. I say just go with your heart. Don't always have this mindset that people always want this free stuff. I mean, definitely there is everywhere that people mm. want to get free knowledge. You know, like get free answer and get the easy way out. But mm. but if you follow your heart, maybe for now they're having some difficulties. But after that, definitely they feel your sincerity. Like everything. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they will sure come back. Or they yeah. will, they might refer you someone. Yeah, exactly. I've I have had a lot of people. I'm trying to think some like if maybe half of my clients I've known them at least six months before they've signed up with me. So that kind of just goes to show you, like I'm huge. I'm building a community. I'm huge. I'm building relationships, and that's your job as the coach to to seek those things out. So you're right with saying like. Go with your heart. Go with your gut. Is this person taking advantage of you, or are they actually wanting to truly work with you, but they just truly can't afford it right now? And what I would say to those people who say, like, you get on a sales call, you offer them the, the your package, they truly, truly, truly don't have the money. Like, it's not even about like being scared of the investment. Like, they just truly don't have the money send them free resources and offer to have a follow-up call with them in two to three months. And, but still show that you care in that next two to three months, you can send them a, like a podcast, you can send them an article, you can send them some motivational, you know, quotes. But that's what I tell my clients as well is like, it's your job as the coach to get to the bottom of what is this person doing? What is their intention? Are they the right client for me? You know, like, it's not all about like, oh, yeah, they want to work with me, but do you want to work with them? So it's your job to kind of sort that out. Yes, yes, I understand. Like, I know someone need my help then, but I don't feel like working with them. So I'm like, mm -hmm. avoiding. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can feel the, you know, the vibe, the, you know, the energy. The, like, yeah. It's not right for me. So I'm like trying to disappear <laughs> yeah yeah no I get that and I mean again like like you said like follow your heart like you can still like give that person some free advice and point them in the right direction yes yes mm -hmm. I did do like the best I can so mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay so anything that you want to add on that will be useful for entrepreneur who will be thinking to start their own online business or their coaching business or any kind of business online? Um, I think that the biggest thing is that you already have all of the answers inside of you. You already have everything in yourself you're capable of. You, you already know all of everything that you need to do, I guess. You already know everything inside of you. Just believe in that. You don't... Like, it, it helps to have a coach. It helps to have, you know, people supporting you. However, you are more than capable of building your own business. That's probably the biggest message I would give to someone who is ready to start their own business is that you are more than capable than you know. Oh, yes, that's so true. Like, they come to, like, uh, how to say, uh, they come to the coaching course then they really have a lot of knowledge, a lot of potential in them, but they have some doubt in themselves. Mm -hmm. So this is a really good advice, like believe in yourself. There's no yeah. one like you and you have everything inside of you. Just, just do it. Yes, exactly. So, okay, I'm curious. Maybe last question. 
Do you have your own business coach also? Like yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you also have. Okay, that's cool. I'm just curious. I'm, I thought yeah, you also created everything up. No, yeah, I I believe in um, I believe in investing in your in your knowledge. Like no matter what stage you're at, like you don't always need to have a coach. But yeah, I started. I ha- I hired my very first coach like right out of the gate. I've done courses, group programs, and I'm actually in a mastermind right now, which is amazing. But yeah, I always, I love, I love, love, love working with people. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for your time today. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You have a free, wait, let me see. You have a free link for them to, is it? Yeah, it's a free guide. Mm-hmm. Oh, a free guide so I will just mm-hmm. post this free guide in the link the description of the podcast so okay. maybe just share where can they find you so you can find me on Facebook and Instagram Lauren Najar um, I am um, I also have a Facebook group called Slaying with Success you're more than welcome to join my Facebook group it's very engaged and I love every single person in there <laughs> um, but yeah I'm, I'm on Facebook and Instagram that's where you can find me but I feel that you are more active on Instagram, am I right? I'm and actually it, more on Facebook. Oh, okay. Cause I, I spend I, more. I spend more time on Facebook. Yes. Cause I first know you is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely there, but I interact more with people on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I remember I first uh, messaged you, or you know, like following you is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Then I find you on Facebook. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, all of my clients pretty much have come from Facebook. I'm definitely on Instagram every day, but I'm not I'm not as much in the DMs <laughs> as oh, Facebook. Okay, okay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Abby. Okay, bye. Bye.